Pantry Studio Production. These are the Mountain Mysteries Chills, brought to you by our Patreon sponsors. Please support the Mountain Mysteries on Patreon. This is chill number four. The Greenbrier Ghost is the name popularly given to an alleged ghost of Elva Zona Hestershoe, a young woman in Greenbrier County, West Virginia who was murdered in 1897. Initially judged a death by natural causes, the court later declared that the woman had been murdered by her husband, following testimony by the victim's mother, in which the latter claimed that her daughter's spirit revealed the true cause of her death. Let's turn back the hands of time to October of 1896. Elva Zona Hester, who went by her middle name Zona, met a blacksmith named Erasmus Stribling Trout Shoe and married him soon afterwards, taking his surname. The bride of three months was found dead on the 23rd of January, 1897, at the bottom of the stairs leading to the second floor of the log house where she lived with her new husband. Her body was discovered by a neighbor, a boy of about 11 years, who did chores for her. Upon finding the dead woman, Andy Jones, the neighbor boy, ran back to his home where he informed his mother and then continued onto the blacksmith shop where Edward S. Shue was working. When told of the situation, Shue appeared in great anguish, ran to his home, gathered his dead wife into his arms, and directed local doctor and coroner, Dr. George W. Knapp, to be called. All during this time, Shu held Zona's head in his arms. After a brief examination, Dr. Knapp concluded that Zona died of an everlasting faint. That's what they called heart attacks back in that time. Potentially linked to childbirthing complications. She was buried on January 24, 1897, in the local cemetery now known as the Soul Chapel Methodist Cemetery. The body was prepared for burial, with Shu assisting in the preparation of her body and internment, and placing her in her casket, always handling her head. He placed a folded sheet on one side of her head and an article of clothing on the other side, which he said would make her rest easier. In addition... He tied a large scarf around her neck and explained tearfully that it had been Zona's favorite. Zona was taken to the home of her mother, Mrs. Mary Jane Hester, on nearby Big Sewell Mountain when the casket was opened. Shu always remained at the head of the casket. The next day her body was buried in the little cemetery on the hilltop. Nothing more was thought of the death other than that 
which were usual thoughts for the sudden death of anyone. Her mother, Mary Jane Hester, later claimed to have seen Zona's ghost at her bedside. According to Mary Jane's story, Zona insisted that Erasmus had murdered her. Within a month of the burial, the mother was telling neighbors that Zona's spirit had appeared four nights in a row to accuse the blacksmith of her violent death, to tell on him, to set the record straight about her dying. He had been abusive and cruel, she said, and had attacked her in a fit of rage, savagely breaking her neck. Word spread quickly that these visions had convinced Mary Jane that the husband, who called himself Edward, but was really named Erasmus Stribling Trout Shoe, and was known commonly as Trout, had killed her daughter. Armed with a story allegedly told by her ghost, Mary Jane Hester visited the local prosecutor, John Alfred Preston, and spent several hours in his office convincing him to reopen the matter of her daughter's death. Whether or not he believed the story of the ghost is unknown, but he did have enough doubt to dispatch deputies to re-interview several people of interest in the case, including Dr. Knapp. He was likely responding to public sentiment, as numerous locals had begun suggesting that Zona had been murdered. Preston himself went to speak to Dr. Knapp, who stated that he had not made a complete examination of the body. This was viewed as sufficient justification for an autopsy, and an exhumation was ordered and an inquest jury formed. An exhumation was ordered and conducted. The Greenbrier Independent reported that Trout Shoe vigorously complained about the exhumation, but it was made clear to him that he would be forced to attend the inquest if he did not go willingly. In rebuttal, he replied that he knew that he would be arrested, but they will not be able to prove I did it. This careless statement indicated that he had at least acknowledged that his wife had been murdered. Zona's body was examined on February 22, 1897 in the local one-room schoolhouse. The autopsy lasted three hours and found that Zona's neck had been broken. The autopsy findings were quite damning to Shu. An independent report on March 9th said that the discovery was made that the neck was broken and the windpipe mashed. On the throat were the marks of fingers indicating that she had been choked. The neck was dislocated before the first and second vertebrae. The ligaments were torn and ruptured. The windpipe had been crushed at a point in front of the neck. Shu was arrested and charged with the murder of his wife. The findings were made public at once, upsetting many people in the community. Shu was arrested charged with murder, and taken to the jail at Lewisburg where he was held until his indictment by a grand jury and the trial in June. Erasmus Shue was held in the jail in Lewisburg while waiting for the trial to begin. During this time, more information about the past was coming to light. He had been married twice before. His first marriage had ended in divorce with his wife accusing him of great cruelty. His second wife had died under mysterious circumstances less than a year after they were married. Zona was his third wife, 
and Chu began to talk of wishing to wed seven women. He freely spoke of this ambition while in jail and told reporters that he was sure he would be let free because there was no or very little evidence against him. The trial began on the 22nd of June, 1897, and Mary Jane Hester was Preston's star witness. He confined his questioning to the known facts of the case, skirting the issue of her ghostly sightings. Perhaps hoping to prove her unreliable, Shue's lawyer questioned Mrs. Hester extensively about her daughter's visits on cross-examination. The tactic backfired when Mrs. Hester would not waver in her account despite intense badgering. As the defense had introduced the issue, the judge found it difficult to instruct the jury to disregard the story of the ghost, and many people in the community seemed to believe it. Consequently, she was found guilty of murder on July 11th and sentenced to life in prison. However, the Greenbrier ghost was never mentioned by the prosecution and played no part in the case against Shu. A lynch mob was formed to take him from the jail and then hang him, but the mob was disbanded by the deputy sheriff before any damage could be done. Four of the mob's organizers later faced charges for their actions. Erasmus Shu died on March 13, 1900, in West Virginia State Penitentiary in Moundsville, the victim of an unknown epidemic. He was buried in an unmarked grave in the local cemetery. The state of West Virginia has erected a state historical marker near the cemetery in which Zona Shue is buried. It reads, Interred in nearby cemetery is Zona Hester Shue. Her death in 1897 was presumed natural until her spirit appeared to her mother to describe how she was killed by her husband Edward. Autopsy on the exhumed body verified the apparition's account. Edward, found guilty of murder, was sentenced to the state prison. Only known case in which testimony from a ghost helped convict a murderer. I'm Chris Lone for the Mountain Mysteries Chills. Happy Halloween. Stay mysterious. A Pantry Studio Production.